Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I'll be your host today. We are on episode seven, and we're going to call this lucky number seven. This episode is entitled The Big Move. First and foremost, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking some time to listen, and I hope that you have had a wonderful day, a wonderful morning, a wonderful evening, whatever time of the day it is. Happy Monday to you, and I hope that you are feeling great today. Secondly, I typically kick off my episodes by sharing a little bit about what I talked about in the last episode. So let's jump into that really quick. In the last episode, I talked about how meaningful it was for me to speak positivity over my life. I spoke about when I learned how to manifest the life that I wanted to live. I obviously had a lot of financial goals. If you've been listening for the past six episodes, you will know that I I have gone through many, many financial uh, trials and tribulations, let's call it. And I've learned a lot. And so where we are today is in a really, really great space. And what I promised you in episode six is that We're going to go up now. We spent the first six episodes of the season talking about all of the hardships that I went through. Now, as we head into closer to the end of the season, we're going to talk about how it all went up and how we turned all those things around. And episode six was very, episode five and six really, was really important for me because it illustrated the time in my life where I turned my mindset around, where I started believing in myself and believing in my talent and believing in my uh, ability to navigate through life. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, well, if you haven't, if this is the first episode you're ever listening to, it, it would absolutely mean the world to me if you go back to episode one and just kind of run through them because I'm I'm legit telling my story. I'm telling the world <laughs> how I, or rather what I suffered through to understand that I wanted to be financially free, that I wanted to become debt-free, that I didn't just want to be financially free. I wanted to be financially stable, right? Before you're financially free, you got to be financially stable. So in, pre- in the previous episode, I talked about how my mindset changed. And along with that, coincidentally, came a change 
in my environment. I talked about how I got offered a job in a different city. So like I mentioned before, we're going to call this episode The Big Move because I'm going to go into the story about how I moved to this other city, started from scratch, and essentially made it happen. But we're going to we're going to deep dive into the actual move today. So I was offered a job in the Virginia Beach area. I say Virginia Beach because I live in Chesapeake. Most people may not know that city in this area. But in Virginia, I am maybe 20 minutes away from Virginia Beach. And when I accepted this job, it wasn't just taking a job in another city. It was a promotion. It was more money. In fact, the company I worked for at the time was going to relocate me. They covered all of my expenses, including a moving truck. So while I was ready for the move financially, emotionally, this was a big, big move for me. I would be leaving everything that I'd known for the past, say, what, five years, I would say. I graduate. No, actually, let's run that back. For the past 10 years, I probably lived in Richmond for about 10 years. I was thinking of just my college career, but I lived there for 10 years. I made friends who are family to me today. So as someone who originally moved from New York to Virginia, it wasn't that dramatic for me to move two hours away from Richmond, right? But the big part about it is that I was coming alone, right? And and it's probably what was in the back of my mom's mind, right? Like I'm single, I have friends in the area, right? But it's not like the the tribe or the foundation that I had in Richmond. I would have to find a new nail shop, a new eyebrow lady. We all know how serious that is. Because I'm going to tell y'all not to gas it or sound, you know, overly confident, but I got popping eyebrows. I get them from my mama. They're thick. They're, they're really nice shape. So I don't let just anybody touch my eyebrows a new dry cleaner, right? A new favorite gas station. Where are the places to eat? Where are the supermarkets? So even though it was only two hours away, it was still a huge move for me. And so emotionally I went through, you know, just some, did I make the right decision, right? I was questioning the decision I made. And Later on in the season or even in the next season, we'll talk about like how we shouldn't question, right? Our decisions. Once you make a decision, that automatically makes it the right decision, period. So here I am single, you know, not dating. So I wasn't like single and like, you know, dating and try. I was single. I was completely single, not dating. I sort of had my money situation together and spiritually I was in a great space. Like I remember I stopped eating meat. I, you know, I got extremely close to God and, you know, I talked to my friends and my best friends in Richmond and I let them know that this move wasn't going to mean anything for our relationship. 
right? Like I was going to visit, they were going to visit me. We made this pact that this move wouldn't affect our relationships. And so that made me feel good, but I was still a little sad. So I get all my things together. I start to pack. I think I spent my last couple nights at the apartment dancing my heart out with my best friends. Like we went out to dinner and got drinks and we actually celebrated the move. Deep down inside, I was a little sad, but we were celebrating this, right? I would be making more money. I would be in a higher position. I would be in a new city. It was a great thing, but I still couldn't help but feel just a little sad. So I start to pack. I have all my things together. The moving guys pull up with this big truck. I stayed in this, you know, fairly small loft apartment. I told you guys in previous episodes, it was like my dream apartment, but it was tiny. It was like a real city apartment. So all of my things fit in one truck and the, the movers beat me here. So by the time I pulled up in front of my new apartment, I was, they were already there waiting for me. And this was the first time I had ever hired movers. For anybody who's planning a move anytime soon, I highly, highly recommend you hire movers. I will never move again without movers. But they took everything upstairs. They put it where I wanted them to put it. And here I was, right, in this new apartment, which was huge, by the way, new apartment, you know, all of my things are there. All of my things are sort of in place. And so the best thing that could have happened to me was that my mom came to visit to help me settle in. If you haven't been following the story, you might not know this, but I'm a huge mama's girl. And till this day, my mom probably doesn't know what it meant to me for her to be there. And in fact, I think she she understood me and how I was feeling without me even saying it. So she could hear me even though I wasn't speaking and I was sad and I was scared and her coming to Virginia to help me move in was a game changer. You know how moms are. She was not going to rest until every piece, every article of clothing was on a hanger. Every dish was in a cabinet. Every, uh, uh, side table or end table was where it needed to be, right? She was not going to rest until she made it a home for me. I think she even made my bed the day she left, like right before she left. She's like, let's make this bed up. So we went out, we ate at, you know, one of her favorite restaurants. We drank her favorite wine and we, we just bonded in a way that we never bonded. And it's because she 100% understood that this was a big move for me. I was a little sad. I was a little anxious, but, um, this is what made it all that much easier for me to make the move and feel good about it. So by the time my mom left, I think she spent like three or four days with me. By the time my mom left, I was in a great space mentally. I was ready. I was ready for the move. So I sit down like any person would when they have a new apartment, new bills and everything. And I just revisited my budget, right? I said, okay, let's see. Got a little raise. You know, my bills are in a great space, right? Like I made a very educated move. I researched where I was going to move. I knew how much the rent would be. I knew how much all of my bills would come up to. I think there was a little bit of, you know, 
fluctuation with cable, right? Like I thought it was going to cost this, but it was really a few more dollars, but nothing crazy, nothing that stood out too crazy. Everything seemed to be in line. So within the first two weeks to three weeks, I get my first paycheck, my new paycheck, my paycheck for the promotion, my paycheck with, you know, the extra coins on there, right? And and I'll get into how, you know, starting the new job went as well to sort of help people out there who started new jobs, just to give you like my take on it, but not today. <laughs> so basically, you know, the job was going great and I get that first check and I'm like, wow, your girl's getting money, right? So I don't remember exactly how much all of my bills were at the moment, but let's say I paid all of my bills and I had $700 left over. It was a party. I mean, and here is where true money management stands out, right? I should have in that moment said to myself, wow, you could save half of this and maybe you could pay a credit card off, right? I wasn't in a lot of credit card debt, but maybe you could make an extra payment on your car note. Maybe you could... Let me see, you know, make an extra payment on your student loans. But no, that's not what I did. I celebrated. I felt like I worked hard for my money and I paid all of my bills and I had $700 left over. I'm going to Target, period. I'm going to go get a couple dresses and some coffee mugs that I don't need. I'm going to get some notebooks that I don't need as well because I shared with y'all on the last episode that I am a notebook whore and I should take a picture and post it on my gram so you guys could see how much of a notebook whore I am. But I have tons of notebooks for no reason. Don't get me wrong. I use a lot of them, but I buy notebooks every time I'm out. So what I noticed about myself was that I didn't manage money as well as I thought I did. Basically, when I was struggling with money, I managed it much better. Because in my mind, I had a small amount of money to do a lot with. And I learned how to stretch my money. You know how my mom used to say, I'm going to stretch this $20 till Friday, right? Like I learned how to do that. I learned how to shop on a budget because I had, you know, this much money, y'all can't see me, but whatever, (laughs) this much money for groceries, right? So I didn't eat out because I knew I had this much amount of money until I got paid. But now that you have a surplus of money, it's not extra, but now that you have a surplus of money, now it's sort of like, well, if my bills are paid, I have done the responsible thing And I can blow this money, not blow it, right? Like I knew I should save some, but what should you do with the rest? And this is where money management skills come in. This is where true money management skills come in. I could have invested or like I, like I mentioned earlier, I could have paid my car off sooner. Like I just did. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know I just paid my car off last month, right? So There were so many things I could have done with this extra money, but I decided that I deserve to spend it on whatever. 
because I worked hard for it. I worked hard for my promotion. And now this was the extra money that I had made. Don't get me wrong. I treat myself and I'm very clear with my clients when we talk about budgeting that when I say I've paid all my bills, I have paid myself as well. My hair, my nails, an outfit, a pair of sneakers, a purse that I wanted. Please believe that's already all balled up in the bills that I paid. Okay. So it's not like I was trying to deprive myself of anything, right? Like not at all. I had already spent on myself. I had already saved money. This was still money I had left over. So what do you do with it now? How do you invest it when you don't know how to invest? Right? How I I knew nothing about high yield savings accounts where you could send money there and interest will accrue. So you could put five grand in there and go into it in a year or two. And here's, you know, seven, eight grand, right? You could accrue interest on your savings. I knew nothing about any of this. So what did I do? I spent it. I shopped. (laughs) I just did the most for no reason. Happy hours and brunches. And, you know, I, I started to go back to church when I came to this area. So after church, guess what? We go on a brunch, right? And my two friends who I had in the area were doing well for themselves. And so they were down, right? Everything, all, all the shenanigans I wanted to get into, they was with it because they was good and they had it too. Little did I know, girl, you got debt. You need to be working on eliminating debt. So when you're 35, current age, right? Maybe I could have been out of debt by now, right? Like completely out of debt. Don't get me wrong. I don't have a whole ton of debt, right? Like we've talked about this, but maybe I could have been out of debt by now, right? But when you know better, you do better. And so, of course, moving forward, fast forward five years, like obviously I know what to do with extra money. And I know the the rule that, you know, no matter how much more money you make, you know, stay with those same bills that you had. And that's how you get rich, right? Like I know that now, but I didn't know that then, right? I didn't know that seven years ago, six years ago, et cetera, et cetera. I, I've started my financial journey several times and you can too. You don't, you don't fail at a financial journey and just say, well, that's it. I'm not good with money and I'm just going to continue to blow money and I'm never going to accomplish my goals because I'm just not good with money. That's not the wave. That's not what we do around here. We're, we're about continuously improving. And so sure, Seven years ago, I didn't know what to do with an extra $700 a month, but present day, oh, I'm, I'm in the stocks with it, right? But I, I learned how to invest my money. I learned how to make my money, make me more money. And that's what it's all about. That's what this podcast is all about. And I hate to say it, but that's what life is all about is continuously, not about money, but continuously improving in all areas. Okay. Mentally, physically, emotionally, continuing to improve in every area in all aspects of life is what it's about. You want to be better 
than yesterday, than last week, than last month, than last year. And this is where we're going in this part of this season. We're going up. Okay. We're going up the roller coaster. Okay. God didn't say there wouldn't be any more drops in the roller coaster. He just said it's going to be a lot of ups. And I need you to enjoy those, right? Because there will be downs. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys that I'll never make a money mistake again. Now, what a money mistake could look like is investing in the wrong stock, right? Like the money mistake could look completely different. But ultimately, I'm not going to make the same mistake I made seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, because it's all about progression, period. So anywho, the point of this, uh, the, the real point of this episode is to share that you can make a big move in your life. You can take a big risk in your life. You just have to make sure that you have the foundational principles to keep you in line with your goals. So I made this huge move, right? I started making more money. I got promoted. I was loving life, but I still made money mistakes. And that's okay. You have to forgive yourself, but you have to identify those mistakes and not repeat them. So that is what I will leave you to leave you with today, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you so much for joining me again. Money Mindset Queens, please check me out on my social media platforms. They'll be tagged down below. Please check out the link in my bio on Instagram. Feel free to book a consultation with me. We can chat about whatever it is you're trying to improve upon in your financial freedom journey. I'm happy to connect and I really, really look forward to it. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure you join me next week for another episode of the Money Mindset Queen podcast. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.